0: Are you tired of boring lectures and textbooks on human factors and UX? Well, grab your headphones and get ready for a wild ride with the Human Factors Minute Podcast. Each minute is like a mini crash course packed with valuable insights and information on various organizations, conferences, usability methods, theories, models, certifications, tools, and much more. We'll take you on a journey through the fascinating world of human factors, from the ancient history to the latest trends and developments. Listen in as we explore the field and discover new ways to enhance the user experience. From the think-aloud protocol to the critical incident technique, focus groups, iterative design, we'll make sure that you're the smartest person in the room. Tune in on the 10th, the 20th, and the last day of every month for a new and interesting tidbit related to human factors. Don't miss out on the Human Factors Minute podcast, your ultimate source for all things human factors. Hey listeners, uh, unfortunately... Due to some technical issues, we are unable to record the show tonight. So Barry and I are very sorry about that. Barry, tell them how sorry you are.
1: I'm not sorry at all. I did everything I was supposed to do. Sorry. Yes, we're very sorry. Um, And this is, this is a, we are a team and this is a joint problem. This is Nick's problem. This is Nick's fault.
0: Let's be clear. My internet was not happy tonight. Um, So what we're going to attempt to do is to record something for you. To put it out there as like a little bonus thing. As for the topic, I don't know what it is. I just wanted something to go out there this week for you to know that we're thinking of you. And we really did put in our best foot forward to try to record this episode for you. We're going to be back next week to talk about the show that was supposed to air tonight. So I'm, I'm really disappointed because of the title. The title was really good. Ain't no stopping us now with AI. Anyway. And we've stopped. So... <laughs> we've stopped. <laughs> we can we can talk about the <laughs> the irony uh, look I know this is a little bit different from the normal format that you're all used to when listening to us uh, this is us kind of how we banter in the pre-show or post-show so you're more than welcome to come and join us on any of our visual platforms or join us as a Patreon if you want to listen to those as an audio platform um, but I think what we could do Barry is maybe not spoil our thoughts on the article. We'll get to that next week. There's a lot of really interesting talking points that we want to get to. Uh, And the ironic part about this is that I don't think my internet's been that bad since going on into doing this, but we'll see. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go and just talk about something related to the topic. I think maybe what we could do is just a bridge from the previous AI episodes that we've done because they're too recent for... A recast, I feel. So, what mm-hmm. we could do is kind of recap them, maybe, and just talk briefly about the connection to what's now going to be next week's show. So, Barry, recap the episodes. <laughs> Here, how about the list of episodes in
1: front of me? I can't it's almost like
0: we didn't prepare for this, uh, yeah, and were- we didn't. So, I what I can do is I can just mention that you know we did fairly recently, within the last three months. Actually, it's been almost exactly three months since we last touched an AI story. Uh, this one was chosen by all of you. And uh, this one this week, or I guess next week was chosen by all of you. Eight signs that the impending AI apocalypse is dangerous or something. I don't know. I don't know the exact, I don't have it ready for me. Oh yeah. Eight signs that the AI revolution is spinning out of control. Where we have been is just, while well, I biased some time. We had a story about generative AI and basically what that means for our field, right? We also had an episode dedicated to ChatGPT. It was kind of around the explosion of that product. And we've had some time now to live with this technology in the way in which we work. Um, you know, and, and to even further dive into those, right, we, when we talked about the generative AI, we talked kind of in terms of content generation, and then with ChatGPT, it was more focused on the utility and user experience of that app. So, bridging it from those to where we're at today, Barry, what what kind of connections can you see?
1: Well, it's interesting because the um, the ChatGPT one, I think you're right. That was what December um, last year, and really that was around that the sort of launch. We were all very excited about what's it going to be, what's it going to. Do we we're really just getting into the, the the basic concept, the basic ideas, and now we've had essentially three months of everybody doing the same thing, everybody gone in there trying to do um, different things, and I, I think we sort of alluded to to this a, a bit in the um, in the pre-show as well um, around this idea that it's got such a basic interface, the interface of it is because there's no effectively very little guidance there. There is a there is a um, a text box, and you tell it what you want it to do. And one of the amazing things about it is that you go in and you're really unlimited by your own imagination um, about what you want to ask. And it, there's boundaries there and things like that, but you go and you it doesn't tell you where the boundaries are. You go and find the boundaries. And so that linking now to what we're going to be talking about around really where the, the fear factor is coming in is because everybody has engaged with ChatGPT and looking at their own use cases. Um, and so we've talked about this from an HF perspective in terms of developing um, personas in, develop, in testing questionnaires, um, <clears throat> in doing uh, that, that type of stuff. Other people have been doing lots of other different things and trying it in lots of different spheres, lots of different uh, domains. Uh, one of the top, one of the areas that we'll be talking about in in the show is how pe- people have used it in the justice domain, um, and we we talked about that um, in the pre-show to this version. Um,
0: pre-show and that's, and this bonus thing, whatever. This yeah, is.
1: So <laughs> a bit weird. Um, so I think a lot of this is still, you know, it, three months isn't a long period of time, but it's amazing how things have grown and ballooned in in that time but I still think we we're, we're still on that on that early crest um I think we we're, we're still only seeing the 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 early stages of what this is truly going to be capable of
0: yeah Make- and and like I do want to sort of visit a, a preview of some of the applications in the AI revolution that they cite for spinning out of control. We can elaborate on them next week and we will. But they're basically talking about how chat GPT can code and has passed coding tests. Um, You mentioned legal cases, screenplays, voice actors. In fact, in the pre show to this bonus thing, whatever this is now, um, I've replicated Barry's voice and made him say some very nice things about working with me. Uh, There's sort of AI to replace journalism. The stock market is another big one too about predictive analytics and using AI and machine learning to course correct and adjust and buy and sell stocks, get you more money, Um, spying on people, which is another big one. And then they mentioned the AI arms race, but I am almost thinking that there's, and this is a preview for next week, there's also another arms race going on, a literal arms race. So, I'll leave it there. But I think there's there's some interesting applications. Um I have used multiple types of AI in the last 3 months. I think we talked about this a little bit earlier before we decided to do this bonus thing, but ChatGPT was that Pokemon Go of the of yeah. the of the AI world that's like easily accessible, everyone's using it, everyone's starting to see its utility. And with that, a lot of new companies came out there and released their stuff. So, you know, in the last couple of months, I've used things to synthesize voices, to write scripts, to um, to produce videos and animations and various types of content generation tools, but also tools for tasking, having mm-hmm. it automate some of my tasks and learning what I'm doing and and trying to teach it how to do these things that I would normally do. And it's just been a really crazy experience to try to fit this new technology into doing these things into our everyday lives that. Anecdote, because I'll probably forget it next week. I just want to mention this. My boss called high on AI. So, and and that is absolutely true. <laughs>
1: No, that's fair. I mean, what's interesting, I think, and it's something that we'll definitely bring up next week is, is this application. So where is it best suited? And actually a lot of things that, a lot of them tasks that you highlighted, they all kind of have something in common. And that's all, they're all effectively patterns. There's, you know, they're, they're all things that are either repetitive or require you just to work in a certain way. So, you know, I mean, we I've been trying an AI scheduler this week. Um, and, and largely it would have been good if it, it was just those bits, not quite right on it, but fundamentally it's just taken, you know, a task is the task completed. No, right. Okay. Reschedule it until it is. So it's not difficult, but it requires a level of intelligence to do it. I mean, why were that surprised that AI can write better code or easier code than humans can? possibly we maybe shouldn't be that surprised because hey who reads code um machines do so and really all code exists that is an interface between us and and the machine so the fact that it can write it can now use AI to generate better code if it understands what it is we're trying to do bonus. Um, so we'll see how we'll see how that that comes through.
0: Yeah, I I don't know how how much else we can say in this thing without spoiling the like full discussion that we would normally have, and the most ironic thing I think right now is that my internet's pretty stable. It's been holding stable this whole time. At has, least from, you, you've had you've had a couple of moments, but not nothing, <laughs> not yeah. as dramatic as it was earlier. So, I mean, we're we're beyond the point of no return where we can't. Feasibly record an episode tonight. It's late for Barry, and so it's like he'd be up until super late for us to ha- to to put something out. Like, this will go out there, so you all will listen to this. <laughs> uh, oh. You know, hopefully, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but but again, I just wanted to put something out there so that way you know that we're thinking about you and that uh, we didn't want you to go a whole week without you know us in your ear holes because some of you That's have a- come up to me and said I listen to you while I run and. I know how I feel when I don't get a podcast episode that I'm like, oh, I really wanted to hear their thoughts on this thing. Um, anyway, hopefully you have the town hall to th- tide you over and uh, you have you have this. And uh, oh, hey, by the way, between this and the town hall and Human Factors Minute, you have like
1: Loads. an hour and a
0: half of content, an hour and 40 minutes of content to listen to from us. So go do that. That's your homework. We'll check back with you next week where we will uh basically talk about this article in full. I promise we've put a lot of time and effort into the show notes and we might even have a third person with us next week. So stay tuned for that. Um I'm I'm not going to play anything here. This is this is it. Awesome.
1: Spacecraft, railway locomotives, nuclear submarines, healthcare, jet aircraft. These are all examples of highly technical systems and organizations. And all have one particular thing in common. They all involve humans. Humans who want to do amazing things and are using technology to achieve them. They all have something else in common. They have amazing people ensuring that the users who are involved can do what they need to do, are safe when they do so and have the optimum user experience.